0: All right, because three is a crowd, I'm here today once again, as always, in the blockhouse with Kelly. Kelly, how's it going?
1: Uh It's fine. Everything's fine. How are you,
0: Daniel? It's 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 great. It's great. <laughs> it's uh, it's been a long journey to where we're at right now. We're on we the we? Bachelor. Sorry. <laughs> Whoa. We're talking about journeys. Oh, is this what they say on the Bachelor? It's always about the journey. Just it's always about the journey. It's been a long journey. Uh, just insert cliche here. No, <laughs> Kelly, this is not a Bachelor podcast or Bachelor bachelorette podcast, or bachelor in paradise podcast, this is a Bob Dylan podcast. But this is not your typical Bob Dylan podcast. Every week, we randomly choose a song by Bob Dylan of any era, and then we sit with it for an entire week, and we listen to it, we make a playlist about it, and then we get back together here, right now, and we talk about it. I have been listening to Bob Dylan for most of my life. Kelly has heard roughly the same number of songs as the number of problems that Jay-Z has, the lute blooms that Nina has, (laughs) and the bottles of beer that we all begin begin to have left. Well, 99 bottles of beer on the wall. And this week, we listen to, there's your number, and this week, (laughs) we listen to One More Night off of 1969's Nashville Sky. One more night. The stars are insane but tonight I'm as lonesome as can be. Oh, the moon is shining bright, lighting everything inside. But tonight, no light will shine on me. All right, Kelly. So this week we listen to One More Night by Bob Dylan. Nashville Skyline. Before we get into the song, how'd you feel about it? Pass. Wow. Well, you're always, you're out on his voice.
1: Well, it's always jarring. The Kermit voice is always a surprise. How dare you. Uh, it's not so unpleasant. I mean, we've talked about that multiple times. Like, if anything, this is his bitter singing voice. But yeah, yeah. it just, it's, it Pass is not a comment on it being bad. It's yeah. just like, I'm going to not listen to this again. That's yeah. It's a, a skip.
0: I was excited to get this last week at the at the end because one more night, one more song. Until 100. Until 100. And... So... I mean, come on. Come on. It's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. So contextually, just before we get into the song a little bit, uh, it was recorded in one day, February 13, 1969. Six takes. We're listening to take number six. We haven't addressed it yet, but the bootleg series volume 15. We've now seen three three bootleg series come out in the time that we've been doing the show, which – Makes me feel old, I guess. I don't know. Because uh, our first year was Bootleg Series Volume 13, and then 14 was last year, and then 15's coming up. Um, so if you're listening to this in real time, we're recording this in October. Um, in November, this comes out. Uh, the Bootleg Series Volume 15, traveling through 1967 to 69. You can hear an alternate take of One More Night, take two, on the Bootleg Series Volume 15. So we obviously do not have access to that, which is... Hilarious because this happened last year with with um, More Blood, More Tracks. Like I think we did Shelter from the Storm like three weeks before it came out. Like we could have had that to supplement in, you know. Right. And so it's happening again. So it's like a, an ongoing nightmare for us constantly <laughs> missing out on these like other tracks. Because I would love to hear another take of this because there's so much fun stuff going on here. I wonder if uh, they were more ballady, if they were more slow and, you know. Less instruments because there's a lot going on in this song. But anyways, you'll have to listen to that. He's only played the song two times live: June sixth, nineteen ninety, so way after, and September twenty ninth, nineteen ninety five. Mm. That's it, two nights. He was like, yeah, let me get into that.
1: I mean, when you have the catalog, I bet it's kind of fun to be like, I'm gonna pick this one. It's almost as like picking someone else's song at that point. You're so far removed from it, like,
0: hmm. do I
1: remember the lyrics?
0: Doesn't matter. No, nope. I'll mumble through it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What were some of the highlights then of of the song itself at all, if there are any?
1: Oh, I thought the song was dorky as fuck.
0: Dorky. Oh okay. yeah. How-
1: yeah, it's super dorky. Okay. <laughs> why, why dorky? Just because it's just like brow, 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 brow. it's just like Muppety. Yeah. It's so Muppety. Like I can't I have no other way to describe it.
0: I mean you could see it on a Muppet on a Muppet movie. That's what sure. I'm saying. You could see Kermit doing some stuff.
1: Yeah. And, like, that's fine. There's lots of dorky songs out there. Sure. It's, it's, like, I'm not saying that with, like, derision or hate, like, this song is fucking awful. It's yeah. just dorky. It's just not, I don't know. That's true. There's not a whole lot of meat to it. I've
0: never thought of it as dorky. <laughs> I'm trying to, like, wrap my head around how dorky it is. The whole record's dorky, I guess. <laughs> I, mean- I don't know. It's, like, it's just a, it's it's a different style of music than what we normally listen to, for sure. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know if that makes it easier to listen to. I, I don't know. I doubt it. I think most people will probably think that it's uh, that it feels old fashioned or dorky. Yeah. You know, it just like it's like, wow, this is the same guy, and this is after things like Blonde on Blonde, which still sound timeless. And you're like, what?
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I think that he became another person. Like True. looking at the album cover for Nashville Skyline, he doesn't look. The same at all. No. Like his aesthetic is completely different. It makes his face not look like the same face. Yeah. And his voice is totally different. Like, this was his Ziggy Stardust. I am a new character. The character is still called by Dylan, but it's new. We're a new character.
0: Yeah. And we talk, I mean, it's definitely, it's drugs. It's definitely not being on drugs. It's having a family. I think it's like every artist goes through those things, right? And some people do it gracefully or some are not high profile enough for it to even matter. But like Bob goes through this crazy thing. And that's what comes out is this like, again, like John Wesley Harding, it's like a bunch of moral plays. It's a lot of family stuff. You know, we call this sign on the window. We're not even there. New Morning is the next record. And that's all about, I just want to go off to the mountains and have a family and stuff. It's like, all of this is like family rock. Family rock. (laughs) Dorky. Dorky, right? You can't, like, but again, he invented dad rock. Like, what do you want, what do you want him to do? this again. So so I guess that's it. Like he he couldn't just keep doing the drugs and making that music. At least he thought he couldn't. So he didn't. And this is what we have. And this is what we're here today with. But I still think there's something to the song. So lyrically, does the song do anything for you?
1: No. There's not. Oh, okay. Well, there was a moment. So Cuz it's it really kind of gets short. some shades
0: of some old Dylan. Well, Well, it's it's super
1: short. That was nice. It's only like 220. Oh, it's so short.
0: Which I love. And it's punchy. It's not even like slow and short. It's like punchy and short.
1: And there's only four verses, right? Well, there's like a little bridge, but yeah. I mean, do we
0: call the last verse pretty much the exact same as the verse before? Yeah,
1: that's fair. But briefly, like I wasn't really keyed into the the pronouns. So during the second verse where he says, uh, I could just not be what. I guess she wanted me to be, but the way he says it, it's ambiguous. So it, I thought he said it was saying you. you. Okay. Yeah, not what you wanted me to be. So I just like, oh, oh, this song is about being gay. This is gay <laughs> Bob Dylan. Yes, okay. This is fantastic because he's like sad. Oh, yes. He's like, I'm sorry, I can't yes. be. It's like this is Brokeback Mountain. He's singing a Brokeback Mountain song. I want to be with you. I just can't. I'm sorry. I like you know life and what it, are their names the on Brokeback Mountain? I don't know. I've never actually seen that
0: movie. Oh, that's right. Heath
1: and Jake, right? <laughs> Heath and Jake.
0: I wanted to say Fraser, but. Uh.
1: Anyway, so that made me really excited. And then I was like, uh, I had no idea what a woman in love could do. I was like, okay, fine. Well, this song is lost. Any interest it may have
0: had for one hot second. Well, that gets back to that's the Dylan that we know so well. The one that's like, it's all your fault. <laughs> <laughs> it's all your fault, you stupid woman. It's all your fault. Uh, no, this, it was, uh, I, yeah, I mean, I guess I, a few thoughts on it. Uh, you know, detachment, yeah, nature are, are two prevalent themes, I, I feel, in the song. Clearly, the music is very jaunty. The The lyrics are quite dark. Like, no light will shine on me. Mm-hmm. Like, that's kind of... It reminded me of uh, Just Like a Woman. Uh, what is it? Nobody feels any pain tonight as I stand inside the rain. I mean, that became a meme for us of Bob Dylan just, like, sitting there smoking in the rain. <laughs> well, imagine Bob Dylan sitting here in twilight, but, like, no light is on him. Just mm-hmm. one big dark circle around Bob just st- sitting there. So you know it's just like that sadness the loathing that like is only reserved for Bob it's it's great um and and any time nature is put in especially with these records after 66 it's a lot of nature stuff which i appreciate because it's just an easy way to kind of put you into the world um but with the with the whatever's going on here it's basically like i don't even really understand what's happening because he has some crazy lines like in the bridge, I had no idea what a woman in love would do. What the fuck does that mean? What is, What does a woman in love do?
1: So, yeah, I couldn't really figure out if there was any kind of narrative other than I was like, it kind of it seems like he's walking out, but also maybe she's cheating on him like he's waiting around. Like maybe it's a cuckold situation where like or, or an indecent proposal situation where like he knows she's going to cheat, but that it's going to be a net benefit for the relationship. I don't know. What is happening? This
0: is giving me some Robert Johnson vibes. Robert Johnson, one that's over. <laughs> uh, this is in 3220 Blues. Uh, I mean, that's. Yeah, I mean, no, I, I feel you. Yeah, because, well, but like if the woman is in love, I had no idea what a woman in love would do. That's either, it's got to be like sarcastic. Like, she said she loved me. I didn't know that this was a real, what. Someone who loves you would all do. Right. That's all. I just thought of that now. Maybe that's or it. Or she
1: loves him so much she's gonna go be a prostitute so they can get that bread. Damn, uh,
0: we're always going back to the House of the Rising Sun. I love uh, maybe. it. Maybe I love it. <laughs> but then he calls. He says, "I lost my only pal." I mean, yeah. See, that's why I was like, Ooh, I ambiguously pop Oh, ambiguously gay Bob Dylan." Why? To me, that's the darkiest line of the whole thing. Who calls someone pal? Well,
1: if you're a sad cowboy who can't be with his boyfriend, <laughs> you might say pal. I
0: lost my only pal. <laughs> Uh, I also got some supervillain vibes from him as well, because I turned my head up high to the dark and rolling sky for tonight. No light will shine on me. Um, I get, and then fly into the night. Well, it's like resilience, you know, it's like good, good, you know, even though it's Bobby and Bob with some awkward shit, it's also like, keep your head up, man. You know, you'll get through this, you know, turn my head up high. Right. But instead of looking to the sunlight, you're looking to the darkness. And I'm like, oh, no,
1: nice. This is you're going to be a um,
0: a superhero. Uh, But then later on, after the second bridge, those last two verses, which are basically exactly the same, except for uh, the verse before I guess verse four, you would say, or verse three, I guess. Uh, One more night. I will wait for the light. The last verse is one more night. The moon is shining bright, which I guess implies that he stood out in this field for a whole day. I guess. Right, because it's light out he's well he's waiting for the light the moon or maybe it's the same moment he's yeah. waiting for the light the moon i'm telling you this takes same verse over if there's
1: again. a narrative it's one night where one night they've decided They decided it's that, over no no that oh. they've decided she's gonna go go be a oh, God, oh, she's just gonna, gonna go and oh, some she's proposal. Gonna go decide to do it yeah okay. and he's just fucking st- sitting there stewing like i don't want her to go but i understand this has to happen okay Okay. Wow. <laughs> That's the only thing that makes sense. I
0: don't think there's any evidence for that, but I like it. I like it. Uh, I didn't mean to let her go. to
1: see her go, but tonight no light will
0: shine on me. contradiction to everything before because it seems like it was her fault like we're sort of blaming her in the first the Mm -hmm. second verse and then it's like i didn't mean to let her go so like i caused the breakup like i caused the breakup so there's a there's a better song called i threw it all away also on nashville skyline that was recorded right around the same time before this one um so i I think he's still playing with the same idea you know because i threw it all away obviously i am the one that caused the breakup so i think he's still sort of like putting these kind of things in these songs, which I guess gets to the bigger point, which this song is clearly okay, but it's definitely more of a traditional pop song. It's Mm -hmm. like a traditional song written by anybody, can be sung by anybody, generic, nothing unique really about it. It's not like a great Bob Dylan song that has loads of detail or turns of phrase or interesting things. It's just kind of a good song because Bob's a good songwriter. Like...
1: It's Tough is even like a generic pop song, though, because it feels so contradictory. Because at one second, it's like, this is clearly she left him. And then like, oh, maybe he ended it. Oh, I don't really. Whose fault is this? Are we sad for anyone? But I
0: don't understand. And then you just it along and you forget the words for there. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. I do have to say every time at the, the very last line of all the verses, it's like, but tonight no light will shine on me. Every time when he said, but tonight I was like, I'll be staying here with (laughs) With you. And I was like, that's a better song. Which (laughs) is
0: the same, right? It's Mm -hmm. coming up. So he's, yeah, you're right. He's working right to that. That's coming up. So, yeah, I think that, again, this is like a weird placeholder with like ideas from I threw it all away. Ideas from tonight I'll be staying here with you. And it's like, I'm in the middle. And the way that things were recorded back then, it's kind of like you're just putting out your ideas and you're going – And it's almost like this process in his head that's just like constantly going where maybe this didn't need to exist because you have I threw it all away and you have tonight I'll be staying here with you. Those that can be fine Mm -hmm. among themselves. But here we have this, the middle ground, of yes. both of those.
1: Like literally half of each idea. Half of each idea, which is bizarre,
0: <laughs> but also kind of interesting. And really, the only way this really works is the music. The music is what comes brings me back. Not only is Nashville Skyline a cool 25 minutes long, but all of the songs are like this. They're mm-hmm. just so fast, so punchy. And honestly, tell me that like getting to the end of those verses and just like that little acoustic <laughs> solo, too. Like, I just want to shout out everybody on it. So we've got, uh I was supposed to do this at the beginning. Bob Dylan vocals, guitar, harmonica, Bob Wilson on piano. Piano is fire. Especially that little piano interlude at the very end. Like, what the hell was that? Charlie Daniels on guitar. Charlie McCoy on bass. Norman Blake on guitar. Kelton Hurston on guitar, probably, as well. There was a and Butchery on drums. Lots of guitars. Yeah. Lots of All stuff acoustic, going on. I think. I think everything was acoustic, yeah. yeah.
1: That bass probably wasn't, but yeah
0: probably not but it yeah. was it was it was fantastic mm-hmm. I, I don't know
1: i mean i'm never going to be mad at it because it's so short like it doesn't ever it's never going to get me to the point of i'm mad that yeah. this exists which is it can't is nice. you can't be mad at it
0: yeah you want to be mad and then it's yeah.
1: all right the next okay. one
0: yeah and then you're just like uh, no, okay i'm over around. this
1: the song is dorky oh next one yeah. <laughs> oh the whole album yeah there we go great so
0: does this work in 2019
1: do you want to no man i mean maybe for the wiggles right like maybe oh, wiggle wiggle no, not, I mean, oh, not, not Wiggle Wiggle. No, we like, still haven't gotten that. Oh, wait. The Wiggles probably don't exist anymore. I don't know anything Ooh, about R. children's R. television. Wiggles.
0: Oh, you think that a child would enjoy...
1: Because the, the Muppety. Again, not... the woman's self. Not, 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 <laughs> not lyrically, but like the Muppety of it
0: all. You, yeah, this has probably been covered. It's a really great melody. It's a really great, yeah. like, fun, bouncy That's shit going on. what I'm saying.
1: On. I definitely see this as like a kid's sing-along yeah. thing. That's fair. What, what do children watch?
0: I had no idea. The
1: last thing I knew was Doc McStuffins. Yeah,
0: I only know that because Parks and Rec. Yeah. So I c- like couldn't it. tell you. I was... Uh, no, actually... Um, oh, man, I already forgot it. There's this crazy show on Netflix that my cousin Laura, their kid, they have a four-year-old and a two-year-old and they were watching it and it was fucking weird. Was fucking, it like an animated show, right? An animated show on Netflix huh. based on like a 50s English... Show. Hey, I'm- And they're also like into Thomas' train engine as well. And it's like, that's just creepy too. Oh, well, yeah. Anthropomorphic
1: trains. Yeah. Well,
0: there's one episode where one of the trains is bad and they put him in a tunnel and they brick up the tunnel. Holy shit. Yeah. So it's like incredibly dark. He was very sad because he thought no one would ever see his lovely green paint with red stripes again. As time went on, Edward and Gordon would often pass by. Edward would say, peep, peep, hello. And Gordon would say, poop, 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 serves you right. Poor Henry had no steam to answer. His fire had gone out. Sutton dirt from the tunnel had spoilt his lovely green paint and red stripes anyway. He wondered if he would ever be allowed to pull trains again. But I think he deserved his punishment don't
1: you oh my god yeah
0: it's fucking amazing and you know <laughs> and like laura knew that you know because they don't do that anymore it's a fucking like because before it was like real trains now it's all animated you know oh, i yeah. think they'll they'll bring out some real prop stuff just to like for a second for continuity mm. but for the most part it's all CG, you know cg yeah. um but yeah that was like a an, an old because ringo ringo dirt. star was the he was the voice of the Conductor or whatever Oh Or or the foreman, Or I don't know I don't know the whole story But apparently I never really
1: watched
0: On this Yeah it's a dark world
1: And Blue's Clues Is like still around
0: Blue's Clues is still around I don't know if they have I think they just have Netflix though So I don't know if it's I don't know if they have cable.
1: Oh, your your friend. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My yeah, cousin. Yeah. yeah, your cousin. But
0: um. But yeah, I don't know. Well, yeah, I don't. But kids, I'm sure they watch Nickelodeon. It's like popping on. Like, yeah.
1: Good. Because I um I scrolled past something on Tumblr that was like a a snippet of an episode of Blue's Clues with the newest guy, oh, and no. he called the middle guy and the OG Steve guy in the episode, oh, and I was like, no that's so way. fun. Yeah. Wow. He's like, I'm having a hard time getting blues blue to eat her snack. Maybe we can call in some reinforcements. So he calls Joe, which I think is the middle guy. Oh my god. And then it calls Steve on like a like a FaceTime call. And I was like, and it's oh. real Steve. Real yeah, Steve. oh yeah, no, oh, it's wow. all them. Steve! Joe! So, so what's, what's going, going on? on? Well, I don't know what Blue wants with her snack. Oh. Let, Let us talk, talk
0: to her. her. Oh, okay. Hey Blue. Talk to me. And he's like, Blue's immortal. He doesn't need. (laughs) Uh, Blue is a
1: lady. I will have you know. I don't know if
0: I've ever seen Blue's Ah, Clues, but uh, maybe you were too old. Yeah, I think I was. So, well,
1: we talked it over, and there's really only one thing to do. Yep, just one thing. What? Play Play Blue's Blue's Clues. Play Blue's Clues, of course. Why didn't I
0: think of that? Ah, you'll learn. Hey, can I talk to my friend out there?
1: Oh, sure. Hi. So, will you help my cousin, Josh? You will? Great. Because I can tell he's going to need
0: a lot of help. Like I did. And like I did. Right. Thanks. Thanks.
1: Thanks. Bye. I mean, I know the movie? concept.
0: Three I, clues. There's I mean, I was clues. too old
1: for it too when it came out. Yeah, I just like
0: I think I've seen it. I
1: would have it. Because yeah. remember like Daytime Nickelodeon had the big face? Yes. I'm Mr. Face, or whatever it's called. Oh my oh god, my what was it? You remember like in between the shows, it would do that thing? Well, I
0: remember stick Stickly, but I don't remember. Oh. oh,
1: right to me. Stick stickly, P.O. Box 963, New York City, New York State, 10108.
0: Wow, you'll never forget. uh, (laughs) All you got to
1: do is put it in a little jingle and I'll remember it forever, apparently.
0: Yeah, well, that's the Scruff McGruff, Chicago, Illinois, 60652, right? Nice. Yeah. Because who remembers Scruff McGruff?
1: I mean, he's a crime dog. He's a crime dog. We had, uh, um, I wonder if you could lease those costumes, like, to just have a gig, or if they like the campaign made people do you it. You mean for whatever. like
0: Halloween that's coming up? Well, no.
1: <laughs> no, I mean for like my mom worked at Publix, which is a grocery store, Um, yeah. and they would have like somebody dressed in the costume come in and As do Scruff li- McGruff, yeah, and do like little something yeah, like yeah. color time with Scruff McGruff or something for kids.
0: Mm, you need to be like crime <laughs> with Scruff <laughs> McGruff. <laughs> Have someone stage a fucking break-in at Publix. Yeah, that's the And then have robbery, Scruff Woodruff yeah. stop it. Crime. Yes. <laughs> but it would have to be like an ethnically diverse crew of people committing the crime together. Right, yes. To show that all crime can be everyone. Right, Because yes. you can't, no can't matter what you choose, you're like.
1: That's not a great message. That's not great. Crime <laughs> is just
0: bad. And that's why it's like color time, kids. There's no crime. I'm a crime-fighting dog. Don't worry about crime. <laughs> Like, what's the point of me?
1: I don't know. Which also, I don't think it anymore. can exist anymore. You know,
0: Because yeah. it was such a like staple of that era of like watching TV. Oh, that? And
1: Dare? Like, all of it. Yeah. Like that's oh, sure, not around sure. anymore. Oh, sure, sure.
0: I think Dare's still around. What was the name
1: of the face? What was the name of the Nick Jr. face?
0: If you know the name of the Nick Jr. face, get back at I us. I
1: swear to God, it was just Face
0: that's horrifying
1: yeah well that's all it was it was like a your your screen would be taken over by a block of color you remember a the smiley block face, of face. The yeah
0: i remember it i remember it
1: and it would say stuff it would a goofy say voice
0: stuff. i mean it's a good idea
1: oh man stick stickly they would dip them in all kinds of stuff
0: <laughs> <laughs> so what we're saying is that we're out we're out on 2019 but we're pro stick stickly <laughs> If Six Stigley were to cover this. Oh, he played songs, right? I, mean, I don't I think remember. He, I think he sang. I mean, yeah, I think he was a showman. He just did it all. So He was a popsicle stick. He right? was...
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, never forget. Yeah,
0: if you don't know who Six Stigley is, he's a popsicle stick. But a very talented popsicle stick, I must add.
1: Well, he did have googly eyes and a little cotton nose. He, he
0: could sing One More Night. Yes. And he would do a great version of it.
1: Oh, man.
0: So, no. I don't know. I don't think that this works either. I think it works when you listen to the record. I think as a song... I think it's inherently skippable. However, it is really really short. But people do like this style of music. I don't want to sure. throw them under the bus. Uh we didn't really dive into it here, but like as I was looking more into the song, um you know, I don't think I don't feel this way. That's why I didn't put them on the playlist, but like um Robert Shelton in his book on Bob Dylan said that One More Night is reminiscent of Elvis Presley's first single Blue Moon of Kentucky, hmm. um which is a cover itself. So sure. like again, Pulling this from uh, the ether, and Clinton Halen says in his review of this song, he said, "Quote the one man who could have done this song justice, and for whom uh, it was for whom it was probably written in kind was Elvis." There's even a nod to one of Elvis's '50s classics, "One Night with You," in the title. When Dylan said he always wanted to be Elvis, here's the evidence. Elvis always epitomized country rock for the boy from Minnesota. As he later explained to to Nat Hentoff three years earlier when the term was unknown, Bob Dylan said country rock was Elvis Presley. You listen to Elvis Presley's first records, there isn't a better name. You can also listen to, uh, we talked about 50 years of of Nashville Skyline. They just released a 13-hour Elvis box set that you can listen to on Spotify 13 hours long Holy shit. of uh, his, his live uh, in, Vegas, in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. So if you want to listen to more about Elvis, we talked about him on went to see the gypsy where we mentioned this stint in Vegas when he like came back.
1: He had a really long residency there and he you? was
0: there for a long time. Yeah. yeah. So this is like, I think five or six shows or something. It must be longer than that. Even shit. 13, 13 hours. So mm-hmm. you want to listen to Elvis in 69. There you go. There you go. If you don't, you can, Listen to us. Hey! We're a real podcast. Wow. We have uh, at SOTW Pod everywhere. We're at Twitter. We're at Instagram. We're on Facebook. Uh, and if you want to give us uh, some money, we're at uh, Patreon.com slash SOTW Pod. You can join the others. Give us a dollar.
1: Wow. Once more with even less feeling.
0: Wrong podcast. <laughs> but as I mentioned, we also have a great Spotify playlist yes we do and we've done 90 freaking nine of them so if you're bored listen to literally any of them search for your favorite song that we've done and you're gonna see it show up
1: I guess we have done it for every single one I mean the first ones were rough
0: the first ones that were almost non-existent but we did talk about songs and stuff so I put them together I'd say I don't think we started doing them until about episode 15 or so like religiously mm-hmm. otherwise we were kind because of, i think the first ones we all also put in songs that i would put in like we would talk about during the episode but that just got so unwieldy sure it's just like reference after reference right. like there's no time for that so but we've done a fuck ton of them mm, so many of them yeah. and i've retroactively gone back to add more and we've we've done stuff so you can find one for every single episode uh show notes again sotw pod didn't even mention it. sotwpod.com Any show note you click on, you're going to find the playlist for it. You can find it online. Yada, yada, yada. You know the drill. Kelly, we made a playlist. Mm -hmm. It was was all right. It was all right this week. It was a nice, all right playlist to get us to uh, the ecstasy that will be 100. 99, you're like, oh, I I can't wait to get there. So you're kind of like, ah, You know what?
1: I think this playlist was totally appropriate for the song.
0: Wow. Let's put it that way. Wow, that's nice. That's <laughs> nice. Welcome back. Slater Kinney. I'm gonna actually every song on the playlist has the word one, one more, more in it. Mm-hmm. That's our that's our our Do you get King. it? Do you get Do it? Do you get it? So I'm not gonna say one more in the title of the songs. So they're just going <laughs> no, to we're no. just gonna cut it out. Yes, it's, real you just, confusing. Yeah, okay, so it's gonna be real okay. confusing. So we got Slater Kinney, Hour, Notorious <laughs> B. I. G. Chance, uh Justin Towns Earl, night in Brooklyn, and Willie Nelson, song to write. Uh, those are Willie Nelson, Justin Towns Earl, Notorious B.I.G. First time back since episode 16. Hmm. Welcome back to you. What's his real name?
1: B.I.G.'s? Yeah. No idea. Christopher Wallace? Christopher Wallace. Is that right? Yeah,
0: I think so. I think so. Welcome to the playlist, literally everyone else. Lagwagon hmm. song. Austrian <laughs> Death Machine. Hilarious rep.
1: Do you know that's the guy from As I Lay Dying? I didn't know that.
0: Really? Yeah. All American rejects. Sad song. Authority zero. Too long. Oh minute.
1: We've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. This song, this song in particular, I distinctly remember us recording this podcast. Me going,
0: one moment. You did,
1: and now it's real. Now nice. it's real. We got to do it.
0: It's amazing. And, and mean- they
1: came back. They have a song on the radio right now. Really? They fucking came back. They're not good. <laughs> they came back, and they're still bad. Uh, anyway.
0: The things you can do.
1: Okay, continue. <laughs> Sorry.
0: Phil Collins, Night.
1: Ooh. I don't usually skip songs on the playlist just out of practice. I'm really shocked that you never heard that song. That
0: song was a enormous hit.
1: It's so bad. I skipped that motherfucker every time I could not.
0: One more night.
1: Ugh, it's too much. Do-do-do-do-do. It's too much. Oh,
0: so you didn't get to the end sax solo at oh, the thank end of it?
1: God. Thank God.
0: Well, it was the saxophonist from Earth, Wind, and Fire. So it was don't pretty good. It was pretty good. Bass. Mm, uh, anyways, I don't know how you haven't heard that song in your life. That is huge. That red flag? Are you a human being? Uh, Daft Punk, Time. Uh, oh, yeah. God, <laughs> same thing with Maroon Five. Night. That it never ends. It's like Daft Punk, Maroon Five, Time and Night. Just mm-hmm. like
1: mm-hmm.
0: blah blah. Put it on there because he had to. Flaming Lips, Robot slash Sympathy, three thousand dash twenty one. It's good song. Huh? Great song. Uh, great record. Britney Spears, Baby, Time. Baby time.
1: Baby ellipsis time. Right? Uh, Or is it Ellipsis ellipsis
0: baby time? (laughs) (laughs) Uh I'll be honest, I didn't listen to that. Because I've I've heard it a hundred thousand times. And it's so good. (laughs) What a great song. What a classic, classic, classic song. It
1: inspired so many pop punk covers. I don't know why.
0: And that's the worst thing about pop punk that Mm -hmm. ever existed was that era of everyone covering Fucking pop songs.
1: So many compilations, of oh. band after band, covering yeah. pop, pop
0: songs. Or punk goes pop, pop, yep, yep, yep. punk goes.
1: Volume eight hundred classic
0: rock. Like fucking stop, <laughs> stop. And then we get to the end of the play that's George Jones with just um and Lincoln Park light.
1: That song's sad. no that's, that's why I put it on. Real sad. That was
0: after he died. So this oh was like Jesus. Their, this was on their last. episode. That's last rough. Record. And then they have one, one more light. Is there less like big live concert where they play all the songs? I guess a bunch of people come out and I know, bummer. I think it was uh, right about a year ago. Now I don't know. Was it two years ago? It could have been even longer. I mean, time has really collapsed. I don't remember when it happened even because it was like this, and then Chris Cornell were like right next to each other.
1: Yeah, I think Chris Cornell was first, and then Uh, he was like three weeks later. Chester was. Yeah, Uh, yeah, there's that. I think it's in. the Buffy episode in season two with Billy Fordham or whatever where he's mm. like, Who cares about all the stuff or like who cares if innocent people die or whatever? And Buffy's like, I care. And yeah. I was like, That's a and Park song. <laughs> I care. I care if football light goes out, I care. Oh. now he's dead. Does it get easy? What do you want me to say? Lie to me.
0: Yes, it's terribly simple. The good guys are always stalwart and true. The bad guys are easily distinguished by their pointy horns or black hats. And uh, we always defeat them and save the day. No one ever dies and everybody lives happily ever after.
1: Liar. Luckily, <laughs> okay,
0: we're also people in the world <laughs> Barely this week. It does feel like barely. I feel like... I feel like this week went by really, really, really fast, which is like good, but also bad because life
1: is slipping through your fingers. (laughs) It is. And
0: it's getting really like, it's not getting dark outside. Like it's not raining because it's just going to be sunny forever, but it's like cold and you're like, oh, well, winter's coming, but it's not really coming yet. So I'm in that phase where I'm mad at everything because I want to be outside because it's nice, but it's too cold. cold, So I'm pissed. So I'm at that spot. That's typical year for me. Um but what were you doing this week while you were dealing with the weather?
1: Um <laughs> the weather's not affecting me as much it's as it done. is affecting you apparently. Yeah. But yeah, I like I'm in this I go through these phases, I guess like mild depression where you're like that's I need a, something to to hold me.
0: Is it not the weather?
1: <laughs> maybe, maybe. Uh, So I just have been listening to um, Dumb Gay Politics's uh, Patreon podcast, oh. which doesn't have its own name. I guess they call it Dumb Gay Everything, but it's not like, really the official name. So you're it's like, just
0: like... Yeah. Like, uh, because you mentioned that multiple times yes. on the podcast before, so are you is it like uh, you're going back in time because you've missed yeah. a bunch of them?
1: Yeah, no, no, I've, I've listened to them all already okay. once through, but oh, I was but like, I need again. my friends to talk to me because uh, I'm feeling very vulnerable, so I need my friends. That's nice. So I'm just <laughs> really listening to all their Patreon episodes, uh, and then yes, well, uh, yeah, yesterday, I can say yesterday, who cares, whatever. Uh, yesterday I went to see uh, Night Flight, which is an aerial acrobatics company in Portland. Mm. Uh, their annual Halloween show called Night Fright. Oh, um, but classic. it was in the middle of the day. And so that was weird. And it was also overly sexual. Like mm. it, they usually have a little bit, but like this was like really egregious, especially for a daytime show where there was lots of kids. So yeah. that was uncomfortable. Um, but it's like they tell you straight up what it is. I'm more like, why would your... Why people? their kids like little kids to this i don't know anyway anyway but it's just
0: like they're on the ropes or on the
1: yeah so it's it's every area so they get the silks silks. um nobody did the straps this year which was a bummer they they had the i think they're called they're not not lira that's like a money in some country right yeah, it's a big yes. circles that are suspended like kind of like a trapeze but it's a circle so yeah. people do stuff on that and then also trapeze and oh this and this, um, every
0: all of this happened at the Renaissance Festival yes okay Oh, well, <laughs>
1: yeah. Nice. Well, yeah it's like Cirque du Soleil but on a smaller yeah like, smaller yeah. scale cool. um, and they had these contortions that w- probably one of my favorite acts was they had it was basically like a dance group that had these they're all dressed the same in these tan bodysuits so they looked like they were naked and then they had uh wolf heads wolf masks Ooh, on fine. and then the the main woman came out with like this big cow head and she did all this contortionist shit have you ever seen where somebody will lay like on their chest and and head but then they'll flip their their bo- legs over their right. over their head yeah. so that their feet are on the ground in front of them uh, and then she walked around with her oh. feet i was like oh my god and the cow head and like the cow hat, yeah, I was just like, horrifying. it was really, really cool. The images were amazing. So anyway,
0: that's why you want it in the daytime because then you're like, it's not scary. <laughs> <laughs> this is just cool. And
1: they also did like a, a black light skeletons like show, so you could just see it. Just looked like there were the bones cl- climbing up oh, the fun. ropes. So that was really cool. it, it was still great. It was still great, but there was a lot more dance numbers this year than the than the circus act. So I didn't really wasn't anyway. If you're in Portland yeah. uh, and you want to see, you know, an acrobatic show that that company particularly. Um, night flight are really really cool but go see circus stuff I don't know that's my recommendation otherwise I was not a person Daniel what did you do
0: I didn't do anything nice yeah I'm also not a person either
1: yeah
0: I kind of forgot if I didn't have this list I I wouldn't know what I did Mm -hmm. but you were talking about yeah going back for podcasts and stuff because I was doing that too I was like I, I let so many podcasts slip and I like two narrative podcasts that I really enjoyed and then I just stopped listening to for no reason uh, we're welcome to Night Vale mm. and King Falls AM, and I just like let them go for no reason, and I thought I was okay, but then I like dived into just uh, King Falls particularly, and I was like, oh my god, this show is so good.
1: Hmm. What was that one about? I even heard of that one.
0: Uh, it's like a, it's like same thing as Night Vale essentially, but it's like a paranormal town, but it there's like more voice actors, so it's not just Cecil. Oh, Night Vale yeah, doing narrate. Yeah, gotcha. I mean, they have more voice actors as well, but it's more of a bigger story. I it's like a ta- it kind of focuses on the town. I guess Night Vale focuses on the town too. It's, it's hard just to different. Okay, <laughs> it is just it is different, and they're pretty stark differences because they know that Night Vale exists. Like and I think they're the going to constantly are, be compared. Yeah, and yeah. so they don't even. It's like he must not be named. Like we don't talk about Night Vale, okay. and Night Vale is too big to like even ever mention anyone else, right? Because they're still probably the premiere audio type of like narrative podcast. It's the biggest following, I would think. Oh yeah, still. I mean, they've been around. I went back. I was like, how many episodes are there? 2012 is when it started. I was damn. like, damn. I mean, I felt it was the first podcast I ever listened to. Well, you told me about it mm-hmm. in I was in 2014. Yeah, when... And from there, the floodgates opened. I was like, oh my God, people talk about music. People mm-hmm. talking about stuff. I'd never thought of the podcast app on my phone ever in my life. And, so, like and now we're making them. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's wild. So, so Night Vale is like that special place that I feel like I could never delete it, mm-hmm. but I just was like, I'm over it. But then I like listened to the books and stuff. Like, I don't know. I, I'm a fan enough, but I do forget where I stopped. So I just started again and I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to listen. Even though I, I kind of vaguely recall, but it's, a, it's a nice feeling. Cause you're like, Oh, this is nice. I like, I like the way that, th- that they write, I like the way that this sounds. And then in terms of music because we always have music uh wilco new wilco oh to joy oh shit probably their best since i mean god since yankee foxtrot yankee hotel foxtrot i thought
1: they weren't a band
0: definitely still a band and to joy is really good uh lisa ann fine but dying from a couple years ago really good i just heard her on my discover playlist angel olsen always coming out with good stuff all mirrors uh big thief have you listened to big thief
1: uh yeah the name is familiar
0: God damn, UFOF and Two Hands. They released two records this year and they're both so good. What are they? Ska band? What is No, that? they're no, they're like an indie rock band. But it's huh. a ska band. Jesus, no. Big Thief. I mean, that's kind of yeah, I could see you thinking it's a Ska band. Anyways, those two records, uh, they're they're on everybody's like number one of the year list. Uh, so I recommend it. I was skeptical. Um, but I'm glad I gave in. And then two of our faves, Tim Barry, wrote to Richmond, definitely his best in the last couple of years. Um, I really like the vulnerability of his record and opening up to his personal life because he kind of did that at the beginning. And that's what really drew me into him, especially um, after a veil. And then it got to like just kind of writing kind of like just kind of generic y songs. Mm. And now it's back to like really good personal stuff. And then Chris Farron, Born Hot. That's right. We love Chris Farron. I listened to that. Yeah. It was good. It's good. It's great. So I think we're going to try to see him in, in. January. Oh, yeah. Buy those tickets. 2020. Mississippi Studios. Mississippi 2020. Chris Farron. Let's go. If you want to meet us, we're going to be Mississippi Mississippi Studios Studios in Mississippi. Let's have a
1: podcast meetup. Do you think anyone from Portland actually listens to our podcast? I have no idea.
0: I know one person that listens sometimes.
1: Oh, that doesn't count. Yeah. (laughs) She'll be there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) She will be there. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. If you listen in Portland, let us know. Yeah. Uh, let okay, us know come, before... Come see Chris Farron. <laughs> come see Chris Farron. I uh, hope everybody had a great Halloween. See nice you next week. All right, Kelly. That's it. Episode ninety, frickin' nine in the books. One more night. Hopefully, you're listening to this like right as you're drifting off to bed, right now,
1: so that you can wake up going to bed and listen to episode one
0: hundred, which means which means very something very important. These last ninety nine episodes mean nothing.
1: <laughs> like the show that shall not be named.
0: The show right. The show that shall not be named. <laughs> doesn't exist. (laughs) So we will never talk about anything beyond episode 100 because that is the zero. That is the new beginning.
1: I don't want to hear about
0: honest with me. I don't want to hear about our ice microphones not working. I don't want to hear about any of our bullshit.
1: Wow.
0: Yeah, I know throwback. I don't want to hear about our old mics. I don't want to hear about us not knowing how to podcast. Get out of here (laughs) with that stuff. I mean, some of those critiques are still some of the critiques are fine. That's fine. You know what? We love it. And we love the show. And we love you. We are done though. (laughs) One More Night is off. I mean, they're asleep. They're not listening to this part. That's true. Famously. All right. One More Night is off the board. And we are down to 110 songs.
1: 410 songs. We are down (laughs) to to 410 songs. I mean, what a world
0: where we only had 110 left. Amazing. I should have just let you go. 410 for episode 100. What's the guess? 68, please. 68. Eight. Holy shit! So nervous. Okay, this this would be from Bob Dylan's latest record, hmm. Tempest, song called Narrow Way. Okay, I do enjoy it. It's, it's a good song, and it would it would have started just like before. Uh, we started this season with Pain Blood from or season two. We started season two in with Pain Blood, huh. which was from Tempest. Okay, so this would have set a nice precedent where we pick a Tempest song.
1: Like we did that one other time. But of course, three it, seasons. it's
0: wrong. So you picked incorrectly. And that's just the way it is.
1: Never forget.
0: At number 118. This will be our first Planet Wave song since episode five. When we did the whole album Planet Wave. the entire album Planet Wave. Oh, and my favorite song off of that Dirt. is a song called Dirt. Yeah. So the finale of season freaking three <laughs> is going to be Dirge. I mean, That's that was our cool. favorite song from way back in the day. So we're going to do Dirge planet waves, 1974 to close out episode 100. Wow. How fun. And then uh, at the end of Dirge, we'll select uh, next, uh, next year's episode. Incredible. Wow.
1: What are we going to do for the episode next week? We should celebrate somehow. We should. We'll get back to you on that. Okay.
0: We'll, we'll, we'll talk next week.
1: And we'll be surprised when we do nothing. <laughs>
0: Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. As we've said, this podcast doesn't count until 101. Right, yeah. So this this episode actually doesn't count.
1: We have not legitimized yet.
0: Yeah, this might just be static. Oh, if you're already asleep, I'm sorry. We woke you up. You should go back to bed. Oh, yes. We'll see you next week. That's my whale well sound. Oh, I thought it was a cow.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: like dying from the pasture. I'm saying. Chicago, Illinois, 60652. That's McGruff, Chicago, Illinois, 60652. And you'll be helping me uh, take a fight out of crowd.